0: Oh, hello hello and welcome to season three episode three of the black esquire podcast this is a safe space where we discuss how to live your best life as a young professional navigating the black experience in corporate america thank you for tuning in i am your host michelle jenkins I dreamt up this space because I got tired of having conversations about all the topics my colleagues and I simply hadn't covered in graduate or undergraduate school. In true Black Esquire podcast fashion, I of course have to let you know all let let you all know what I'm sipping on. I am sipping on a nice dry merlot. Um, also, one of my favorites. Um, you should definitely give it a try if you're into dry wines. So if it's your first time tuning in and you're new to the Black Esquire podcast, I'd love to encourage you to visit our website where we post blogs, events, and have an opt-in newsletter for all things Sophista Ratchet. Additionally, you can find us on IG and on Facebook at the handle Black Esquire Podcast, all one word. Join in on the conversation in our closed Facebook group called The Fellowship. It's aptly named The Fellowship because we fellowship there. It's a protected conversation between you all and me. So let's jump right into today's topic. This is the third installation, the third and final installation of your career sort of starter pack um, slash um. You know, those little paddles that they use to go clear, you know, that's pretty much what I want to do to you guys' as careers. And um, <laughs> befittingly, this episode is all about mastering the attendance of a professional conference. Um, I'm going to be transparent here. And let you all know, I've been doing a bit of a career pivot for myself, and in so doing, I've begun using conferences as a way to add some momentum to my efforts. It's really like a way to sort of jam-pack a ton of networking, a ton of um, sort of taking in information about what's new in a particular profession all at once. I just love a good conference. Um, They can be tiring, and you do have to charge your battery, especially if you're an introvert. Or I ambivert. Um, you do you do need to charge up before you go, but um, it's absolutely a way to, on the flip side, get out of your bubble, take a break in a new city, get up to date on the latest developments in a particular field, and really do some pinpointed networking in terms of you know figuring out you know, who you want to talk to in, and why you want to talk to them. But in order to do that, you really got to, you know, do conferences the right way. So let's talk about that. Um, the first thing that you need to know is that, I'm going to talk about my time at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's annual legislative conference in 2019. The event is considered the premier conference event for African-Americans in the legal, political and other socially conscious fields, including journalists and political uh, sort of aficionados and things like that, lobbyists, um, people who just have an interest in a particular piece of legislation and things like that. You see the likes of Angela Rye. Ayanna Presley, the Exonerated Five, formerly known as the um, Central Park Five, uh, Maxine Waters, and a sea of colleagues. So I ran into some of my Chicagoan friends. I ran into a bunch of my Spellhouse family. Um, that's Spellman and Morehouse, for those of you who don't know. And it's kind of like a homecoming um, for these types of folks. Uh, it's a really big deal. Like Thousands of people are there. And so um, and some people don't even go to the conference. And I just want to make a small side note on that. Um, as I, as I talk about this, um, a warning. the CC, The CBCF conference is also a place where you can party your heart to your heart's content. Promoters know that there's a huge influx of African American professionals of all ages coming to uh, DC at this time. And most of the Greek organizations have parties. Um, There are themed parties of every assortment, some by region, some by state, some by city, even by profession. So that said, you could very well never step foot in the conference center and network equally as excellently if you so choose. Um, Or you could party like a rock star, just like going to the day parties and the um, evening parties and the clubs and everything else. And, fashion something akin to a HBCU homecoming I had an old college friend who lived in in DC and used to go out specifically because she was single ready to mingle and a bunch of professional men with a chocolate tone were coming to town and so she didn't want to miss out <laughs> so there are tons of reasons why you could attend this particular conference Um, it's a very popular one and why I'm covering it so this will be a really good wrap-up both for those of you who are interested in just attending just any conference as well as if your um, interest is specifically the CBCF conference Um, if you however go there wanting to get immersed in the content you cannot really party that hard you just can't um especially if you're 30 or over um (laughs) it's just not possible there's so much to do um you'll be overwhelmed and I don't recommend going there and thinking that you're gonna both party your socks off and also um be able to be your best professionally the parties go to three and four o'clock in the morning um, there's tons of drinking tons of free drinking um, and you just can't do both so you have to pick which days you're going to do what and pick wisely so that's it let's jump right into the tips i've got nine really good tips that i think you're going to enjoy so step one pick your path and stay in your lane Choose whether you want to be someone who is going to party it up or someone who is going to sort of buckle down and get the inside info on what's going on in your particular field um, or whatever your goal is. Um, Just pick your path. So set your intention before you go. Make a small vision board with regards to how or what you're going to utilize this conference for. I found that that was the most powerful advice I got even prior to attending the conference, I was told to set my intention and know what I'm going for so that that could guide everything that I do with regard to the particular conference. Uh, for me, it was looking for a job, looking for a new new gig. So they were having a career fair. I was definitely interested in that. They were. Um, having certain employers there or certain people that are key to certain employing decision, employer decisions were on different panels. So I made sure to attend those. You see, it sort of guided my time, the use of my time. Um, And so that was really, really important in guiding sort of the path that I chose. Obviously I wasn't on the party party path. Um, Additionally, tip two, Find out if your colleagues are coming and meet up and network with them. Um, It is such a relief or just you feel so special when somebody I'm I'm living in Chicago. So, like, it's really cool when somebody's like, hey, I'm in town for a conference. What's up? I know you live in Chicago. Let's meet up, have coffee, have dinner or something, do a drink or something. Um, It was really flattering. It's really authentic Um, and networking across is just as important if not more important as networking up and a lot of people forget that you know and the bottom line is that is extraordinarily important because you never know how you're gonna have to rely on each other and you're sort of going through a lot of the same things and it can be really helpful in terms of trying to get yourself um to a new space or introducing yourself to a new space if if one of your colleagues is sort of um, already in that space. Uh, They might be in a position to tell you or answer some of your, tell you information or answer some of your more embarrassing or uh, taboo questions with regards to that new space or, you know, they're just really great resources. The same way you're a great resource, think of how great a resource your colleagues could be as well. Additionally, tip three, bring what you need for your goal. If or Do you need a business card? Do you need a resume? Do you need to be bringing a proposal with you? Don't just go in and set your atten- intention and then not prepare for said intention. Be ready. Faith without works is dead, honey. You've got to do better than that. You cannot just be out here providing or, or, or saying you want, thing X but doing absolutely nothing to really prepare for thing X the work is not just attending the um, conference that's the price you pay the work is actually uh, coming prepared to the conference for whatever opportunity is going to be sent your way, honey. That is what you need to be doing and need to be focused on. Too many of us go into these rooms, we go to the panels, and we go to these like networking events, even, and then we're upset when we don't walk out with a brand new job. <sighs> that is so annoying. What did you do with to to sort of? Earn that job or get to the point where somebody's like, okay, I need to hire this person If you didn't even stand up and ask a question that was of a thought-provoking nature if you didn't impress anyone You know if you didn't bring anything impressive to the table Then why do you expect that you would get anything outside of what everybody else got which was absolutely nothing other than you know a few little tidbits um That's what panels are intended to be a few little tidbits, a few little, you know, a little bitty piece of information with regards to whatever the general topic is. And that's it. And that's all you making it more than that um, in your head is not going to really push you any further. You have to come prepare for the goal that you have um, and really find the space for that particular goal um, to be accomplished. So tip four. Um. To that end don't ever esti- Overestimate your time um, Leave room When you are attending these conferences They're usually like three days long maybe um, Sometimes it's just one day Don't overestimate The time that you'll have Bottom line You're not going to be able To attend everything So choose wisely um, Additionally Um, You need to leave room for error. Now, this is this tip is specific to this uh, CBCF conference. The conference is not terribly. It's not terribly uh, well organized. It's it's quite disorganized, actually. And so what we found was uh, I I, I attended with a colleague. um, And what we found was we would go to an event. We'd go to a panel. And we'd sit next to someone and we'd make small talk. And that person we'd make small talk with would then invite us to a um, reception of some sort. So there were the panel events, which usually happened in the morning and the afternoon, like between 9 and 5. And then there were these happy hour receptions that were going on between about 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., which is really cool, but they were happening all over the city and not necessarily in the conference center. And so, well, D.C. is small, but, you know, rush hour traffic is terrible, so you had to prepare for that, but, you know, you had to be ready to go straight from these panels to these sort of cocktail hour situations, and then from the cocktail hour situations to the parties' parties, like the nighttime in the club type parties and evening time, which is all really... "Quote unquote lit, right? But you needed to leave room in your schedule for all of that. Um, and what I found is that I'd sort of set this itinerary that was not quite all that reasonable or not that realistic. And so by day one, I'd realized, okay, so I'm just going to highlight the things that I like and see how many of them I can get to and sort of mark in red the things that I think that I absolutely need to go to and set my priorities for those. So in some, for the CBCF conference, you need to be sure that you leave room for you to kind of breathe a little bit and go back and forth over, you know, what what you do and don't want to do and um, to kind of. Be able to kind of go with the flow if there so happens to be an opportunity that you just can't pass up. And we ran across several of those, several several opportunities that we just couldn't pass up. And we had to sort of drop everything we already had planned and go to the cocktail hour because, you know, there was somebody to meet. There was somebody to, you know, shake hands with, rub elbows with, somebody we were interested in just seeing or a friend we just really hadn't seen in a long time. Any of those things. So. Tip five, pack something on the formal side. Um, You need to be ready for black tie events at black conferences. Um, (laughs) Straight up, I didn't pack something on the formal side because I saw the banquet and I was like, oh, I don't want to stay that long. I don't really like banquets. But I mean... Just do it, dog on it. Like, just do it. I really regretted not going to the to the banquet. Like I wish I'd went. Everybody said it was a really good time. It's always so pretty. Like, I know these are really superficial reasons to go, but you paid for it. Go, go, go have some fun. Go be out in the mixing and the mingling and the and the and the schmoozing and the rubbing of the elbows and all of those things. Um, don't be a lame. Pack something formal. The last thing you want to do is be in a situation where you want to go to the formal thing, but you can't go to the formal thing. Not because you don't have a ticket, but because you didn't pack anything formal. That really sucks. Um, additionally, sometimes at the CBCF, actually the opening um, uh, reception that was held for the CBCF alumni. So people who have been fellows of the Cook County, I'm uh, not the Cook County, the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation, um, they got the opportunity to go ahead and be um, and this reception that was hosted by, like, Apple and all these things, and they had all all these fancy dresses, and I just hopped onto the plane thinking, in my Chicago mind, like, oh, it's just a happy hour. No, honey, these young women and young men were dressed to the nines, so I didn't even go in because I was underdressed. <laughs> I couldn't even use my privileges, but please believe your girl will be prepared next year. Don't you worry. Don't you sleep. Um, so anyway, because y'all know I can dress. So we'll see. Uh, but I, I just say that from experience. I'm just saying maybe I'm a little scorn. Maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, um, s- tip six is to commit to self-care in the morning, even if you're an extrovert. Um, it balances you out. It brings your energy to center. Um, I think this is something that should apply to life and in general, but you really need to commit to self-care in the mornings before you start engaging with all of these people and all of these energies and stuff. Um, If you're extroverted, your energy may be too high for some people. If you're introverted, you may need to bring up your energy a little bit. But get to a point where you're prepared to be a part of these conference events. Um, They're a lot of times we go into these spaces with all of these people and we don't prepare ourselves for it inadequately instead we sort of just go into it and just like oh you know we just kind of skip into things without having real intention set it's not really um that's not really helpful that's not really useful it's not really um a good use of your time or energy so Uh, I would recommend that you commit to some type of self-care, some type of um, sort of centering of yourself before you go and engage with all these different energies um, so that you're not rubbed the wrong way by poor energies and you're not so you're not like taking stupid small stuff personal, but also so that you're not. Like the person that people are taking personally and catching offense by. Um, You don't want to be either of those. You want to be dead in the center where, you know, you know, you found your zen. Um, So then tip seven is to set intentions and concrete mini goals. So every day I wanted to connect with one person that I felt like was in line with my actual um, goal, larger goal. Just one person. And it needs to be a genuine conversation that I felt like I could follow up on and utilize in the future. So um, set those intentions um, and set the concrete mini goals that work within them. So, like I said, think about the conference. Think about what you might be able to get out of the conference. Be realistic about what you can might get out of the conference. And then set many goals that will get you to the larger goal that you have. Don't just go and say, oh, I want a job. That's cute. How many resumes do you want to hand out? That's cute. How many uh, networks do you want to, or networking connections do you want to make? How many, um, is that even the thing that you want to do? Do you just need to um, identify places where you might be willing to work? Uh, take it slow. Take a breath. And then identify those mini goals, those day-to-day goals. Tip eight. Have something to say. Um, These conferences are are in large part spaces where you end up having to talk a lot. And you need to have something to say. You need to have something more than just, hey, my name is so-and-so. And and then the awkward pause. And then you both sip your drink. And then the other person is like, okay, I'm going to go back to the bar or I'm going to. Da, 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 and they make up some excuse to leave you wallowing in your misery and your awkward silence that sucks so have something to say pay attention to the to the to the actual panels and um, know about the new events that are the events that are going on um, stay up to date on the developments that are in your current field um, leading up to the conference so you have something good to say uh, in your day to day or regular conversations. And so, for my final tip, tip 9, I'm going to um get a little vulgar here. Follow the fuck up. I hate it when people don't follow up. <laughs> it's just so annoying. Like, you guys follow up. Please follow up. I'm going to just say it one last time. Follow up. I think a lot of folks, you know, you you get cards you hand out your card you you know say you give all this lip service to things and then nobody follows up people who follow up are so one in a million you will stand out just by merely following up i say this all the time you know about myself on my instagram my personal instagram page and things you know the thing is you can Say whatever you want to say about me. You can be more uh, smarter than me, have more money than me, more talented than me, prettier than me, whatever you want to say you are more than me. Right. But you will never outwork me. And part of the work is following up. Um, I follow up. And that always takes me into a space where I am capable of doing more and connecting better with folks than most people are capable of and then people are always baffled like how is she able to have these relationships with these people um it's because i follow up with them it's because um i say i'm going to email them and then i email them i say i'm going to call them and then i call them um don't over promise and under deliver under and over deliver So I hope that's been helpful. I hope that these tips lead you down the path of navigating your next conference in a manner that gives you the most bang for yours or your company's buck. Hopefully it's the company's buck. Um, And so uh, I hope this helps you to, as always, live your best life in corporate America. Thanks for tuning in.